0: Please listen carefully.
1: Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with
0: Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Brian Leonard. And I'm Sean Oak. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm good, Ryan. How are you doing?
1: Doing pretty good. So uh, today we're going to be talking about security deposits, which is not necessarily the most riveting topic, but for any of our members that deal with property management, it's pretty essential. Um, And we have had a number of questions come to us through the legal hotline lately that have had to do with those requirements and the different
0: scenarios that can arise at the conclusion of a tenancy. Security deposits are governed by Section 55.1-1226 of the Virginia Residential Landlord and Tenant Act, or VRLTA. The law requires that a security deposit be no more than the value of two months' rent at the start of the tenancy.
1: At the conclusion of the tenancy, the security deposit can only be used to pay back owed rent, including late fees, other charges that are provided for in the rental agreement, such as perhaps utilities, damages caused by a breach of the rental agreement, and damages incurred based on damage to the unit less reasonable wear and tear.
0: The last point there, damages incurred based on damage to the unit less reasonable wear and tear, is often a point of confusion and source of questions we receive on the legal hotline. The language, less reasonable wear and tear, indicates that a landlord must take into account the natural depreciation that will occur to the unit by the sheer passage of time and not necessarily by fault of the tenant.
1: So, for example, let's say a tenant moves into a unit. And at the time of moving, the appliances in the unit are 10 years old. If after one year, the tenant moves out and the landlord finds that the refrigerator is no longer cooling as efficiently as it once did, The landlord cannot charge the tenant for a brand new
0: refrigerator. That's right. In the first place, the value of the refrigerator at the time of move-in was substantially less than the value of a brand new refrigerator. Moreover, the language in the VRLTA of less reasonable wear and tear acknowledges that things such as appliances will begin to degrade over time through no fault of the tenant. So it would not be appropriate to charge against the tenant's security deposit in this scenario.
1: In contrast, however, let's say a tenant moves into a unit, and at the time of move-in, the unit has appliances that are 10 years old. Upon move-out, the landlord finds that the refrigerator has had the doors ripped off the hinges, and the cooling mechanism has been disassembled.
0: Well, the tenant would certainly be responsible for the damage in this scenario, So it would be appropriate to charge against the security deposit for the cost to repair or replace. However, as the refrigerator was 10 years old at the beginning of the tenancy, the landlord would still need to account for the depreciation of the refrigerator in charging against the security deposit, not merely charge the tenant for a brand new refrigerator.
1: Now, let's go over what is required when returning a security deposit to a tenant and or informing the tenant of the charges made against that deposit. During the 2023 legislative session, the Virginia legislature passed House Bill 1542, which provides a modification to
0: the timeframe in which landlords must provide disposition of the security deposit to the tenant. The time frame for returning and or providing disposition of the security deposit had been 45 days with an additional 15 days if the damage to the unit is so severe that the cost of repair would exceed the amount held as a security deposit. The new statute allows for an additional 30 days instead of only 15 beyond that initial 45-day period.
1: Now, it is important to note that this law took effect July 1st, 2023, and it will sunset after one year. This means that, in all likelihood, the previous time frame of 45 days plus an additional 15 days will go back into effect on July 1st, 2024. So stay tuned for any updates on this front after the next legislative session in spring of 2024.
2: Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday.